Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to episode 40. Uh, I didn't think we'd actually last this long. This is crazy. Uh, 40 episodes. I was going to say, that's what his wife says, too. Oh, boy. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, 40, uh, 40 episodes. No how many uh, How many people have we have listening right now? Seven. I, you know what? Up to uh, episode 34, there's been 1,400-ish listens. Wow. So we're, we're probably close to over 2,000, eh? That's pretty yeah. good. Well, uh, I'm Brandon Curry. I'm Jeff Collins. Josh Bond. And Trevor Lindy. Uh, Trevor, where can they like, share, and care, all that jazz? Well, we'll leave this one to Jeff. No, people know. People know? <laughs> Apple people TV? Know. Yep. Okay, fair enough. iTunes, <laughs> Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play. Beautiful. Anchor. Beautiful. Twitter. We have, a, we have a guest this evening. Or this evening. This Morning. This morning. This snowy, snowy morning. Snowmageddon. School closure day. Uh, Inch of snow on the ground. Just remember, it could be summertime when they're listening. True. You never know. Possible. Yeah, Um, but they need to know the context of when we're speaking about this. February 12th. Proprietor and owner of uh, Custom Home Builders uh, Homes by Hendrix, uh, Darren Hendrix. Thanks Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Risked limb to drive here today. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah, In an inch of snow. Thanks for raising the snow. And then sliding <laughs> all the way over here. So uh, first and foremost, <laughs> just got to, how, how do you like our sponsor's uh, uh, guest gift? I thought the it was Brand excellent. The Boulevard uh, guest gift that you got? Yeah, I, I got a nice little uh, notepad portfolio. I hadn't it's had really a, nice. much chance to look at it, but uh, the folks over there at Brand Boulevard always yeah, look they, after Look yeah, after things, so. What? I'm not taking it. I just want to see what it looks like. Yeah, you're probably going to take it. Yeah. <laughs> 100% um, he is. Yeah, he's going to take it. Uh, so anyways, you know, Darren, there's there's been a lot of questions that we've been getting. Um, now, I don't know if our listeners know it, but Jeff and his business partner, Dan, also have started a home building company as well, correct? Correct. And He'd uh, be here today, but he's... Yeah. He's he busy. didn't want a free gift. He did, yeah, he did, he did not want a free gift. <laughs> He's like too to shy snow. to be yeah. on mic is the honest answer. Didn't like the snow. So, um, I'll, so Jeff, quickly, uh, how many how many years have you been in operating? Uh, what's the name of your company? And then just, just well, I, I guess we can. Well, it's one nine five six six seven eight Ontario. Yeah, as of right now, we're about to to launch the name of it, but it is a, a corporate number right now. My lawyer's here right now, so he said, "Don't don't uh, divulge that information." He's kicking me under the table right now. It's ridiculous, um, just because it's it's such a high end name. So okay. you'll have to wait. All right, we'll, we'll roll that out shortly. Okay, keep right, him in order. All right. Yeah, I, I yeah. got to keep you tuned in. That's the uh, that's the tease. Okay, uh, and Darren, uh, quick synopsis of Homes by Hendrix. How long have you been in business for? All that jazz. Yeah, so we're a family-owned and operated business. Uh, three generations started by my grandfather in 1961 and had uh, just progressed through the years of doing, uh, starting out by doing really small jobs, uh, renovations, funny quick story that uh, for my grandparents, they got a, a call from, uh, or my Oma got a call from a doctor and they were really excited, think they're thinking they were gonna do a great big job and the doctor had asked them if they would make uh, buttons for the doctor's fur coat. So, fashion up some buttons. So, came from making buttons for fur coat to multi-million dollar houses. So, wow. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so, really, you were you were around before Tarion was even introduced. Your, totally. Your parents yeah. That's yeah. I personally was not, but uh, yeah, definitely my, my well, grandparents. Yeah. But, but, but <laughs> how did they feel about it when it was introduced? Uh, I I honestly couldn't even tell you because it was. Uh, when was it 1983 that Terry on? Well, okay, so good I question. I, I don't know that answer, but okay, 
what is Tarion? Can you get can give give our listeners what the heck is Tarion? Yeah. Because we keep hearing it. I don't know what the yeah. heck it is. Yeah. So Tarion, uh, for those who don't know, essentially what it is is a consumer protection agency. Uh, anybody that builds houses in Ontario, uh, whether they want to call themselves a site supervisor, project manager, uh, if you're actively engaged in coordinating site activities as well as uh, you know, tendering and uh, and issuing POs and that, you need to be registered with uh, with Tarion. So, yeah. so it's a, like a warranty program essentially exactly. for the home, it's home a, purchaser. Totally. Right? So, yeah. Jeff, I know you were promoting on social media that you are lifetime Tarion approved or not Tarion. lifetime. You got you're up for renewal every year, I believe. Actually, when you do it, and they they go over your financing and everything every year. So right. it's, it's fairly strict to get in there. Yeah. So it's not like they give it to everybody, but. I do no, believe your home, your home is Tarion lifetime. Well, it's a, no, no, it's what, a, what, seven years. They, they seven years. That's one, it. one, two, and seven years they yep. have for all the, the warranties. And and believe it or not, there's actually a legal building out there that happens. Have you ever heard of Lots. that? Oh, <laughs> haven't at all. It doesn't happen in Niagara. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something we should talk about because there's a, a lot of people that call me now because I actively promote any of my builds being Tarion warranted. I'm assuming you would too because yes. it's a big yep. advantage for people. Yep. You can buy a house down the street that, and this is the same story that typically happens. Uh, they buy the land. They think it's an easy money to be made. They hire a bunch of subcontractors who, and believe me, if you have a bunch of subcontractors and no site supervisor looking over everything, lots can go wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, tons can go wrong. Um, and then they say they'll sell it, make some big bucks and move on. And they're really you know, not paying proper taxes on everything at all. They're potentially not hiring properly insured um, um Contractors yeah, or anything and the like WSIB that. WSIB and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. And, and really, there's no warranty provided on it, even though there really is, because you could go after the original builder for it, according to Tarion. Right. Um, but some lawyers can work the wording in there a certain way, so that you can't do that. But I'm unsure. Maybe you could speak to this. Well, judge. I think any new home that is built other than for yourself mm-hmm. has to be Tarion. Correct. Has yeah. to have a Tarion warranty attached to it. No, you have a choice of being one, two, or seven. Like, how do you know if you have which one? No, no, no. no, And I'll get the the builders to get into this a little bit more because there's certain coverages that are are for the first year. Yeah. Additional coverages that last for two years, Mm -hmm. and then some that last for seven. What might be structural or correct something along those lines. Foundation. Yeah. Okay. Let's get meat potatoes. So so yeah, uh, the first one being one year, which covers uh, there's. Typically, the PDI inspection that happens at the time of closing. And that's PDI a pre-delivery de- pre- inspection. Sorry, pre-delivery inspection, yeah. We're, we're terrible for that, Jerry, yeah. and we all shoot yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then Just one second. Yeah, totally. So essentially, what you have to do is before you take ownership of the, your new home, uh, new, newly constructed home, you've got to go through it with the builder um, and, yep. and jot down any deficiencies, Correct. we'll say, in terms of the build yes. so that it, there's a record of it. Exactly. So that... At the time of closing, there's a walkthrough that takes place, and any deficiencies are are noted at that time. Yeah, and, and there's like a pre-delivery inspection checklist you can get off the website. Yep. So if you are buying from a builder and they don't bring this up, you, you can print it out for yourself if you want to, I believe. You can get that online, and it's almost a point-by-point point every possible part of the house I'd say anywhere from 80 to 100 different spots you have to inspect before closing. And it's not just inspect to make sure it's okay. It's to make sure you see what condition it's in at the time they take possession. Yeah. Because if, you know, the father and son get in a wrestling match a week after and they put a shoulder right through yep. the drywall, yeah. and you can't see, well, the drywall fell off, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's, 
you know, it's, that's it's, happened though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, for sure. People will try everything, right? Yeah. Now, now the the buyers or purchasers have to sign off on this pre-delivery inspection. That's correct. And and typically the protocol is is that will get submitted to Terry on just so there's that constant documentation for that particular property. Uh, and then usually what happens at the 30 day, there's usually another inspection done. It's essentially like a cross reference of the of the PDI delivery as well as if there's anything additional that came up that's not as a result of, you know, say, abuse of the home or anything like that. Yeah, right? but on, on the PDI too, just to go back to that part, when you're doing the walkthrough, you might notice some things that the builder didn't see. So, for example, a door that doesn't, when you close it, a bedroom door, and it doesn't stay closed, you know, it just automatically opens up, mm -hmm. they'll note that in the PDI, and then really the builder has 30 days from possession to remedy that, yeah. or, or at least to try to remedy that, because they have to get uh, uh, entrance to the house to do that too. And at the end of the year, you have another 30 days just before close for that too. Yeah. But they'll bring up everything on that list, and, and it's weather contingent too. So this time of year is interesting, because outside you'll have doors you've got to paint, or columns and stuff, and the paint's not going to stick saw, this time of year. Right? The side, yes, for right. example, yeah, side, side. Yeah. so yeah. that'll have to get done. But you can't. I think it's between November and April or something like that. Yeah, kind of seasonally dependent items, yeah. right? Yeah. So, totally. so then, then it's got to get taken care of as soon as possible. And we have a closing where we we didn't do the side yet, and they completely understand. They bought it still, and you know we'll take care of that right away. And a good builder will take care of it without any issues or anything like right. that. And that doesn't always happen either. Sometimes right. that's a big fight. Yeah, um, and that was part of the introduction of Terion, right? To hold builders accountable. Yeah, yeah. that's right? part of it. Yeah. With, with issues. Exactly. Yeah. Right. If if everybody did things kosher and all above board and never any issues, there wouldn't need to be an lawyers, a lawyer, <laughs> or an introduction of right. right? A third, yeah, a third party to for yeah. accountability. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. is it the PDI? Um, those things listed in the PDI that are to be completed within that first year. Uh, usually, as Jeff said, it's typically within the. 30, 30 days. days. Unless yeah. it's seasonal. Okay. Unless it's seasonal. So then what, what, what sort of things would be covered under the warranty for, for a one-year Yeah. For the one-year? One-year. Uh, almost so, um, you know, the one big thing actually that's always a little bit of a question mark is is the screw and nail pops, yeah. right, in I was going to ask you about it, right? So screw and nail pops. So uh, technically speaking, uh, screw and nail pops, if I recall correctly, that... Uh, um, the mudding in that is warranted, but the painting of those screw and nail pops is not. But yeah. typically, we will just end up painting it anyway, just because it's, you know, we're not just going to come in, slap some mud on the wall, and say, you know, see you later, yeah. thanks. <laughs> no, no, right? You got yeah. A, a cow yeah. Hose. <laughs> exactly. But uh, in terms of the workmanship, guys, almost almost everything, you know, from door operation, uh, you know, we'll get into this in a second in terms of the two year, which is t speaking to mechanical and major systems of the house, right? But uh, anything workmanship related uh, for the one year is, is really like a big one. We just for. had a one year yeah. come up, I think on the 18th, it's coming up and truss uplift is a big thing, you know? Right. So if you have crap yeah. molding around the, the ceiling, yeah. you'll see some of the silicone, the caulking come away from it, right? The, the cocking comes. Hand, yeah. I'm very into my hand usage. You got to see me on video. <laughs> yeah, it's great. but you can't so hear you when you're blocking. Your Shut up, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a big, big thing. A truss uplift, and that's that's common on it. And people think the house is like we had comments from our clients that well, they're digging beside it. We think the house is slipping because the truss uplift, but the temperature <laughs> right. change will, will will make it gap a little bit, yeah. and you have to recock it. It's not a big deal, yeah. and you put it down, yeah. and it's fine. But that's a very common one, I'm sure, for you guys yeah. too, right? So yeah, we we try uh, we integrated uh, resilient channeling on the underside of our trusses to try and combat that because we are doing a lot of crown molding in that 
And as a, I know I'm kind of getting off topic here, but you know, plaster and styrofoam crown molding will, and I know there's a few companies out there that we could plug, but uh, we'll be your best friend. If, as if a they want to be our sponsor, we'll <laughs> yeah. plug even well, harder. We'll, yeah, we'll, sponsors we'll, welcome. We'll, we'll certainly <laughs> wait to, to divulge those names until they come forward. So Yeah, Farrell, uh, we're talking <laughs> to you. Now, yeah. what, what's covered under a two-year? So two-year uh, mechanical systems of the house. Okay. So things like your heating, ventilation, air conditioning. Uh, plumbing, electrical systems, all those major systems within the homes. So and what about the seven year? Seven year is major structural defect. So uh, Jeff, like, you know, if the client said, you know, my house is sinking, which is probably not true. Uh, depends is, on the builder. Uh, depends on the builder. <laughs> or yeah. the city permit. Yeah. Well, there's been uh, some crazy things that I've heard about here in Niagara, but um, yeah, major structural defects. So uh, if one side of your house is is settling or you've got uh, an issue with uh, structural components uh, and failing within the home, those are the certain things. I think a big thing is the size of the crack in your foundation, and I believe you have to be able to fit a quarter in or something. So. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, even f uh, cr cracking in the flat work. So your things like your basement floors, uh, oh, really? patios so and that. Or it could be... Uh Depends, like but, stress, stress factor yeah. are fine, but like settling cracks. But we've fun, really but got to, ones. yeah, we really need to tap the brakes there because concrete, no matter what you do, it will crack. It's just the nature of concrete, but uh, it depends on the size of the crack and if there's differential in the, uh, you know, in the if slabs are heaving, things like that, right? It's yeah. a little bit of a different story. So, yeah. so, yeah. Um, so the, that, that, that's good to know that that that, that actually exists and to, to explain it all too, right? Um, I guess w we've got a list of things to talk about. Um, do you want to wrap? Do you, you have some time to stay back for another couple of episodes? Well, I think before we go forward on there too, yeah. we should talk about what a homeowner could do if the yeah, builder's great. refusing to do that. Yeah, yeah. we'll you know, wrap this conciliation up the process yeah. for it. That's totally. a good thing. That's yeah. the good verbiage that you want to use for it too. Exactly. So basically, if you're a homeowner. Um, your first course of action is to talk to the builder to let them remedy it. But sometimes the builder will be too busy, and, and I'm not speaking to old builders, there's some great builders out there, but a lot of times they'll try to avoid it and, and get to that certain year mark or whatever where yep. it's, it's kind of too late, you know, I'm right. so sorry. Um, but there's a conciliation process too, and that's the wording you need to use because that gets most builders off their ass if they hear that because yeah. it could be a black mark on their record against their yep. company. Totally. The best thing to do when you buy a house that has tearing warranty, first first and foremost, make sure the house has a warranty. If not, talk to your lawyer or talk to your agent. Hopefully they know about it. Yeah. More importantly, go to Tarion's website because they can tell you exactly what you should do and what the repercussions are for the home builder who doesn't have tearing warranty, which could be as much as, I believe, a year in jail or $100,000. Yeah, the, 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 the consequences are extreme. You know, are up there. One thing to go off what Jeff's saying, actually what Tarion just uh, uh, implemented is that you can actually search based on the address of the home. So if you want to find out whether a home's been registered or not, uh, or if there's a warranty and I believe the status of the warranty, uh, you can actually search plug in your address. So but, at, the but, uh, at the Tarion uh, yeah. website? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but I'll add into that because recently I sold a house that did have Tarion. It was about three years old and I went to the website to search it and it did not come up. Oh, and then I so phoned them yeah. and they did have a record of it. So it's not complete right now. So, yeah, so well, I would say call and for ask sure. for it. Yeah. Um, and they'll tell you. And, and the nice thing is it'll recognize who the builder is and it'll show you how many claims they actually have against them mm -hmm. to date if they've actually changed building names and reapplied for Tarion, oh, what their good. previous name was and yeah. all that. So you get the whole history of the builder so you can feel completely confident going forward. Absolutely. You know, so that's a big yeah. thing. But the conciliation to go back to that, 
basically, if the builder doesn't take action right away, there's a deposit that all the builders have to pay. That's my particular per deposit unit, right? per unit. There's a, and this is interesting because you pointed this out to me too. I'm not sure how you do it for it, but on our particular builds that we do, we have to put five thousand dollars down before we build the deposit, and that deposit is held by Terion. So if we don't fix anything, they'll take the money right out of that and then some if it has to go over that right. to get it fixed right away. Yeah. But they allow the builder to remedy it as quickly as they can. And they yeah. they, they, they kind of train you or, or guide you to, you know, show customer service after that so you can fix it and, you know, make Terry on look good that it's professional that. But they will pay out further than the five thousand dollars to get it fixed and they will just bill it to the builder. But if if they're not taking advantage of you call Terry on after the builder and then Terry's gonna guide you to, you know, just talk to builder saying I'm file a conciliation against yep. you, which they have only, I believe, 30 days to take care of that after conciliation. I think it's only like 10 days to, to say that you're doing something and, and, and touch so that content. that builder, right? Oh, that, that gets gets them off their butt to get going yeah. on that, you know, and I've had that before. I'm not going to name the builder, but it was a big builder in Niagara, and I was selling the client's house, and they were at the six-year mark, and they had a big crack in their foundation. Now, I'm not going to blame the builder for that, because a lot of builders are going to contract out the foundation sure. for it. But, you know, really the builder, you go up to the builder, the builder would go to the foundation person, get taken care of. But they had, I don't know, about an inch and a half crack along the foundation wall. Wow. So they said, we'll do it, we'll do it, we'll do it. You know, six months went by, nothing happened on it. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was getting my Terry on about, about two, two and a half years ago. And I said, here, phone them up and say conciliation. Three days later, they're at their house fixing it. Yeah. Because they didn't want that black sure. mark again. Yeah. So it's important for, for our viewers out there, our listeners, I'm sorry, viewers in the future. That's a, I don't know, a little tip for the future there, right? right? Oh, yeah. 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 A little plug for that. Um, but but if you use that that wording, it, it will move the needle a little bit quicker to right. get it done. You know? yeah, so it's sure. not just, yeah, we have a warranty. There's, there's stuff in place to expedite all kinds yeah. of fixes for you. Yeah, because, you know, reputation and building is everything, especially in a small community here like Niagara, right? So uh, as Jeff said, a lot of people do not want that, uh, you know, that claim against them on the record, on yeah. the public record. So, But, but also yeah. you got to protect the builders too so it's not like you know you have a sniffle you go to the doctor and there's like a little scratch on the floor that your kids well, made for sure. it you can't go off the builder for that yeah, too and yeah. they they do give you guidelines on how hard you can push and you know like what's acceptable yeah. and what's not so yeah. don't think everything in the world you sneeze in the wall and you yeah. got snot all over sure it and you got to come back and repaint right? oh we'll try it all I, you know i could share some story i think i shared some stories with brandon but we can say those for another day so well, <laughs> that might be the next podcast the client one time uh put together a like a condominium corporation, and I, and I, I could have sworn the whole the whole back that Terion or the deposit Terion was twenty grand. I think it's it. twenty on condos, I believe. It's, it's it's different, and for us, it's a we're a little bit of a different animal again, just being strictly custom. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I think it's yeah. it's not just five. Like uh, we were it five for vary. that. That's what I was getting. And, at. and like like I'm a new builder, so I have no more experience right. than he has. But like when I first got licensed, they gave us one build at a time. And as soon as we did that successfully, they went to two. And yeah. they were like, well, okay. what the hell? we can't do anything with two. Right. We went to three. And yeah. like just two days ago, we got up to six. So it's a yeah. slow build. They're not going to say, here, totally. here's the keys of the kingdom. Go build 15 houses. Go bankrupt yeah. and screw everyone over. Yeah. They yeah, want to make sure you can financially For us, it. we stay under 10, uh, 10 builds a year. Okay. So that's because we're still considered like a small volume yeah. builder. Yeah. Sure. I believe it's like yeah. probably 10 at a time, right? So once it's off off the record, then you yeah. open up another one. So the on well, completion, we right? had we uh, like, I mean, we could increase essentially our registration to become a medium volume builder. Yeah. But then we got we're, you know, 
but we typically stay under 10 only because we do both custom homes and then renovations additions as well. Yeah. So just so everybody knows, renovations and additions are separate from Terry on Terry on strictly new builds. So yeah, because yeah, I know there's always there's been a couple questions uh, proposed to me about that actually. Actually, the, the client I may be sending you is is they're looking into the condos and they were looking into it. And I haven't done condos, so I said, look, I'm not experienced, but she works yeah. for a company that does it, and they said twenty thousand dollar deposit yeah. on that. That's but you're right. also forming a condo corporation for right. that, you know, and you yeah. have to get a property manager involved yeah. and. Yeah. There's a lot it's more a stuff, animal, but actually. on that particular one, what they want to do, and they haven't done it yet, and I'm not going to say the address, but it's an existing commercial building that's 7,500 square feet, and they want to build two or three condos above it, and that's something you'll probably see a lot more in Niagara because there's less and less land available, yeah. so Absolutely. people are going up, especially yep. in downtown areas, rather than going, you know, the, the and municipalities are helping with info. Oh, they, they want they want yeah. downtown right. to go up. Sure. It's yeah. just yeah. you know, it's more more uh, property taxes. Per unit, and everybody loves property tax, which is a whole nother podcast. <laughs> now, I almost wonder, Darren, just because you mentioned yeah. that you know Terryon is specific to new home, is it in your experience when the question arises with clients, those additions that you're doing, is it because the the percentage of work being done is you know a sizable amount, forty plus percent of the home is is being further renovated, having this addition put on? Is that is that what's happening when you have a client turn to you and ask you? Is this covered? Yeah, totally. Uh, so when we've gotten into really substantial uh, renovations additions, we have some on the go now uh, that you know are beyond the cost of a new build, right? Yeah. Um, but technically speaking, because we're not redoing the foundation or anything like that, yes. you know, we're certainly adding on. It's, again, because it's considered a renovation addition, it is exempt from Tarion. Now there has been some discussion. There is a, um, a corporation that we're affiliated with called Renomark. It's kind of the equivalent, I guess, of uh, uh, a little bit different than Terion. But again, there's certain criteria you need to make to, that you need to meet in order to be considered a Renomark renovator. Okay. Uh, you know, in terms of customer service, yeah. uh, financials, things like that. Yeah, exactly. Does it have like the same warranty backing? No, okay. no. But they, but there. What I was getting at, there was some discussion about uh, the Renomark kind of becoming the Terion for renovations. So interesting. Yeah. The reason I asked that question is because from a finance perspective, the size right. of the reno, the bank wants it to be covered under Terion. So it's Makes actually sense. nice to yeah. know that guess what, bank, credit union, you're never gonna get it because it's Terion exempt. Exactly. How do they distinguish yeah. the size of the reno for Terion? Is it percentage based? It, honestly, case by case. The lender will look at it and say, whoa, you're putting on a thousand square feet onto your 1500 square foot home. This is Would, would you know mind. this? If you, if you total the house all the way down just to the, the foundation walls and rebuilt from then, would that be? Still a renovation addition. Really? If so you're you building on the foundation. The and I can foundation. tell you, a bank uh -huh. will want Terry on warranty on that house. Yeah, if you're so. tearing down to the existing foundation and just rebuilding on top of but that. you can't get it. <laughs> the bank's just asking for pink elephants. Well, I'm, certain, I'm certain just telling you from, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and not to generalize and yeah. say, but for the so most part, it is industry though, right? common. Oh, that's interesting. I never thought of that. Yeah. This is how good but we are in this specific. podcast. We come up with stuff on the fly and we <laughs> don't know yeah. the answers. Well, so like, for example, let, let's just, let's just hypothetically say you just booked a contract to add a whole second floor to house in downtown St. Catharines. Right. And would that be, would that be, would that be, would that be Tarion? No. It's not, it's not Tarion. No, no. Okay. No. So, but again, you know, uh, <laughs> further than that, like, you know, people who, and I mean, maybe we're getting into a different topic here, but people who are considering whether you're looking at a new builder uh, or a renovator, 
check the references, mm-hmm. check what sort of associations they're affiliated with. Generally, like, you know. Sounds like a tease for the next podcast yeah, almost, eh? Maybe this knows this his stuff. This is, I know. We're going to have to join uh, the team we, here. Well, we need to shut up to move on to the yeah. next episode. <laughs> okay. We haven't done well, let's, te- let's tease that and go to the all next right. one here. All right. Why don't, why don't right. we just keep it there? Tune in next yeah. week. Yeah. Tune in <laughs> next <laughs> week. All right. Well, thanks very much, everyone, for listening. Darren, you can stick around for a couple more episodes. That's awesome. Thanks very much for that. Well, I'm Brandon Curry. Jeff Collins. Josh Bond. Trevor Lindy. And where can they... Uh, Apple, Apple TV. TV. Apple 100% Spotify. Apple TV. You've got right. iTunes, Twitter, Twitter, Spotify, Facebook. Uh, Stitcher. Yeah, you name it. Thanks. Help us help Thanks, you guys. stay informed. Do, did, will. The Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Hey, 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 hey. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.